L.O.P. in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, get the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 71. Shouts out to everybody that rocked with episode 70, <laughs> episode 69. I hate saying episode 69. But those two episodes were very, very serious. They were a lot serious than the other ones. Um, one was about you know, everything going on with Roe versus Wade being overturned, abortion rights. The other one was about little TJ, man. Shouts out to little TJ. Uh, God bless him and his family. They're going through a lot right now. Yo, I had to get back on my hip-hop wave. I got Cousin Damien on the show. This is episode 71, Two Cousins, part three. What's good with you, brother? Man, chilling, chilling. Good to be back. Your fact, no facts, man. You know, a couple people asked me when we was going to do part three, man. And I was like, you know what? He's coming back. I know he's busy because he's like Bruce Wayne in Brooklyn. He lives downtown Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? He's doing his things, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, listen, I right, your new ad name is Fire. It's, it's what, Dark Prince? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the name is Fire. I, want, I need to know what made you change it. Um, well, <laughs> it's actually, it wasn't really a choice. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. I got, <laughs> I got my, account, my account got deleted. Um, cause oh, yeah, know, that's Instagram, right. Instagram, you know, the police on Instagram. Yeah, but, right. And I couldn't, like, I was mad. Like, again, I was pissed mainly because i love the old name yeah so it was, it was like it was dope. It's, it's the old one was um that damn damien right and you got that from your mother because when we was little she used to always be like that damn damien when you see that trouble. <laughs> yeah, i remember that yeah but not, the new name the new name is fire so they'll flag you but they'll let chicks twerk in front of the kids at their birthday parties though right you see how you see how the algorithms run yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. My thing is, who pushing a button over there? That's what I want to know. What's the, what's the vibes like back in Brooklyn right now? Because I'm hearing some crazy stuff. Somebody sent me a, book, a, a video today. Um, One of my people sent me a video through WhatsApp. And it was a video of uh, a lady that worked in the court talking about all of the, the, the shootouts that have been happening in, in my old hood in Crown Heights within the last 24 hours. Have you heard anything about that? Not that one specifically, but it's always, you know, 4th of July weekend just passed. And yeah. always... And I don't know why we just if we just can't like we need to do better because we really every do. year Fourth of July. I mean, yep. I, think I can speak to New York specifically. Every year Fourth yeah. of July, it's always like shootouts and violence, and it's like the next day, the next couple of day news cycle is always some yeah. violence or something depressing. Like I, I tend to avoid the news because it's like it's just I don't want to yeah. get depressed, man. It's just too no much facts. Going on. Like I was, I was looking at flights, right? I was, I was gonna fly back Fourth of July week, and I thought about it. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna just get, I'm gonna get drunk with TJ. <laughs> I was like, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I was like, Nah, I'm good. And I figured something was gonna happen. And like right now, I, I told somebody, I said, When you like, remember when I moved out to East New York, right? I was in East New York twice, right? So I told somebody, I said, the gang culture in East New York is real. It's like, like it's, when you when you in Crown Heights, you see it. When you in Bastard, you see it. When you go to East New York, is a whole different level. Any any random block thing like this, they throwing signals up. You know what I'm saying? So with, with that being said, like like from seeing it firsthand and then having a lot of my people's hitting me up, telling me about stuff that's going on about it. Then this new law of people gonna they're gonna be able to start carrying guns soon. Do you, okay? Do you see that as a plus or a negative? I definitely think it's a negative. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I agree. See, 
there's a part of me that feels it's a negative, but then the other side of me is like, well, you got all these shootings now, and guns aren't legal. So yes. like, I don't think That's, I don't think it's it's definitely not gonna help anything. Like you're gonna, not, you know what I mean? you're gonna you're trying to turn you're trying to turn the city into the wild wild west out here. Like everybody, no facts. Yo, like, I think everybody's a, gonna reach for the gun, and that's yes. gonna be the answer to everybody's problem. I think that's the underlying the underlying agenda. I think 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that would work. 20, 30 years. If you let's go back to the 90s. If in the 90s they would have passed that law, because remember before the three and a half law, people were still carrying guns, but they was kind of compared to now they was getting a smack on the wrist for it. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to say who, but I remember one got arrested right in front of my building and the cops pulled him, pulled him and his man over on a motorcycle and they had a, he had a, 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 I think he had a Glock in there. Mm. He got arrested, got right out because that was the laws in the 90s. You got a smack on the wrist, mm. especially if you was young. Now, if if we go back to, from 90 to 95, if the gun laws changed then and you was able to legally carry a gun, that would have leveled the playing field, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because there were still shootings in the 90s. The 90s was bad. It was It was rough. You know, you remember the 90s was rough. Yeah. So if they would have did that, in my opinion, it would have leveled the playing field. Now, I feel like there's an underlying agenda. I feel like that underlying agenda coincides with rent hikes. I feel it, it coincides with the whole COVID stuff. I feel like it's an underlying agenda to get blacks and minorities out of New York City to make New York City predominantly white again. I feel like they want that. Look at look at the gentrification. You know what I'm saying? Why at one point did all of the white people move back from Manhattan and Long Island to Brooklyn to best of all places? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Opening coffee shops like like rent went up. A lot of come on, man. They were trying to. They was acting like Best I was Soho at one. Point. So yeah, that's to, what they tried to make it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They they. I remember I went to coffee shop one day, son. I was like, yeah, let me get a light sweet. He was like four fifty. I walked out. I was like, I ain't paying four fifty for what? I went up. I went up to block the pop. You got it for like a dollar. Like, mm. are you wilding? Wildin'. Yeah, I'll tell you some funny stuff, right? This is when I knew. <laughs> this is when I knew Best Start changed. Remember, remember when my sister lived on um she she lived on Putnam. She was no, was it Patching or Putnam? I, I think she was on Patching. She was on Patching, right by that, right, uh, right around the corner from Hakeem Guard parents, right? She was on Patching. So one night she called me. This one I had to charge her. So she hit me up. She was like, yo, yo, come to the crib, son. Let's, let's get park up. Let's walk around the corner. We're going to get lit. I'm like, you already know free alcohol and food. I was dead, son. Mm. So bang, I find, I found amazing parking, which how I knew it was going to be a great night. So we go around the corner. We go to Sean Tara crib. We, we getting it in. So me and my sister, we like, damn, you know, good thing you won't live around the corner. So we had to walk, but it was going to be, it was going to be a difficult walk because we had been drinking. But and, and the, I'm mad because I don't got the video no more. I had the video on my old phone. But, you know, sometimes when you get a new iPhone, everything don't back up. This is how you knew Brooklyn was gentrified. We saw a dude 3 o'clock in the morning walking a cat on the leash. <laughs> Son, I can't make this up. Uh, yo, he was walking the cat on the leash. He told the cat, stop, like the cat was a dog. The cat took a dump on the sidewalk and he took curb your dog. I'm like, yo, son, he's he's really on a leash. And she was like, I know we ain't that drunk. I know we see what we see. You, you know what I'm saying? So Brooklyn has changed. I, was, I You know what? Honestly, I'm one of those people. I try to look at the positive in a lot of stuff. I was hoping that with that happening, there was some type of positive in it. But I don't I don't really see any type of positive that happened with the gentrification. What, what about you? Because I, I don't see it, honestly. I, you know, I think the only, well, maybe not the only, but the, the positive from as someone, like when you, go into some of the neighborhoods that now like from what they were growing up in the 80s and 90s to what they are now particularly yeah. a lot of the bedside neighborhoods it does feel i'm not gonna lie it does feel sometimes even if you're driving through at night 
Mm -hmm. or sometimes walking through at night in some cases, it's, yeah. it does feel a little safer. I don't know for a fact how safe it is, yeah. but it has a, it, I guess you could perceive it as safer. You could, the, the look of it. Yeah, might be it, it definitely looks definitely. Safe. It definitely looks different, man. It, it yeah. looks it looks a lot. Yo, and some of the buildings look nice. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. Like, I'll, I'll definitely give them that. Architectural yeah. point, like the, the buildings and like some of the like the, they put in high rises in Brooklyn. Yeah, and, like even like I guess modify like update upgrading the brownstones. Like yeah. the buildings look nice. It's crazy because you go you go through certain blocks of Best Eye and it went from Soul Brother to Aeropostale. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Is you, you know what I mean? Somebody call Spike Lee, get him on the phone. We gotta fix this. I, I, I don't know, man. But you, like I said, I try to find I try to find a positive in everything. And now the to me, I remember when when all of the Israelites was on Eastern Parkway and they was preaching generation. Nobody wanted to listen to them. They was just walking past them like, I I hear you, brother, but I'm gonna go buy these batteries for a dollar. Nobody <laughs> want, you know what I'm saying. Nobody wanted to listen to these dudes, and then bang, bang, it really happened. And we looking like, and they look like, I told you so. But it, it, honestly, even if we would have listened, what could we have done? Black people, in my opinion, as a whole in Brooklyn, didn't have their mind right collectively to say, all right, we're going to snatch up all these all these buildings. Because it, it, some did. I know a lot that made investments, and they're doing great right now. I know a couple millionaires. But as a whole, the average black person, Section 8, that was working you know, uh, a nine to five to pay rent, even though rent is high in Brooklyn, it was still high in Brooklyn at one point. They didn't have the money or the resources to get this stuff. They didn't have it. No. So it was, it was bound to go downhill anyway, in my opinion. But hold that though. We're going to come back in a second. I'd like to the podcast with Cousin Damien, Two Cousins, Part 3. Shouts out to Anchor FM for the distribution and the sponsorship. Shouts out to the new YouTube uh, subscribers. I love all of y'all. We will be right back. Bang, bang. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We are now back with the Life of Product podcast. Shouts out to Anchor FM. I love what you guys are doing for the kid. You guys got me on every platform. Shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers. You got me at 1.6K. It's actually growing. Y'all are rocking with the show. Y'all not sending me no crazy messages like y'all was before. I, I felt like at one point I was like a few steps away from death threats, dog. Like, I ain't gonna front. Like, <laughs> like I, I was looking like, yo, shut up. <laughs> and a black <laughs> of you people. Like, I'm not even going that hard. Like, yeah, they act like I'm out here just wilding. But, mm. yo, I want I want to talk some more hip-hop stuff. Um, You know, we got we kind of got serious on the um, first part of the show, which is great. But hip-hop right now, right, I don't know your opinion. But in my opinion, I feel like it's finally starting to balance out somewhat. Somewhat like, like, I think we because a lot of albums came out so far. We only in, in July, right? Yeah, so there are a lot of albums that came out. I personally just stayed away from. <laughs> I was like, I ain't listening <laughs> to that, you know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like it's balancing out, but okay, in my opinion, right? Everybody, we all got different um DSPs we listen to. Like, I got Apple Music, I got titles, Spotify, all that, right? But my I'm, I'm more Apple Music title. What I noticed, right? When you go on the homepage for Apple Music. A lot of BS albums be on the front. And I try not to judge a book by its cover, but I, and I'm not going to say which album, but I actually have listened one or two tracks and I just cut it off and I'm just like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but do, I, do you, I feel like this. I want to know how you feel. I feel like the music industry is purposely putting BS to the forefront to try to keep it going, try to keep the ignorance going. What do you think about that? Well, here's the thing. The the industry is always like I always go back to anytime I talk, like when I'm thinking about the music industry, I go back to in the early 2000s. There was a documentary that uh, MTV did, uh -huh. and when they used to do a lot of docs, like these weekly docs. And I, I remember what those. the subject was, but I remember 
one of the people because they had all they would just cut away to different celebrities and talking different things. Uh, this is like this is early two thousands. This is Dr. Dre, and he said, "I'll never forget." He said, "I feel like the music industry is the worst business you can get into." Wow. And I feel like at this point, Dr. Dre was already. I mean, this is before Beats, but he was mm-hmm. still Dr. Dre. Yes. So for yes. Someone like Dr. Dre who had you know come out in the eighties. Yeah. And, you know, NWA and the yep. Chronic before you turn out the Dog, lights. And even the stuff with Tupac, it's like for someone like him of his caliber mm-hmm. yeah. to say in his success, yes. to say already at this point you got you know a multimillionaire, yeah. to say that it's the worst business that you can get into, yes. that says something. That to it me really that's does. Cool volume. It re- it really does. You got he he's one of the first hip hop billionaires, right? Yeah. It was him, Diddy, uh, uh, Jay Z, and I can't really think of who else. Like right. you yeah. know you know what I'm saying? Other than the execs, of, but we don't really count them. <laughs> we don't. You know? We don't really count though, but he, he's kind of right. Look at every Dr. Dre has been sued multiple times. He went through drama with 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 Suge Knight. He went through drama with Easy early on before he. I don't even know if they passed got the chance to pass it up before he died, which is sad. That was his man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So imagine the dude that you start a company with try to kill you and have a baby with your baby mama, Michelle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine like you start producing for the one of the biggest rappers globally, and he starts calling you gay and saying F you and stuff like that with, with Tupac, you know what I'm saying? So he's kind of been through the fire. So I, you know, I want, and this came out, when you said this came out, this doc came out in the early 2000s, right? Say 20 years ago. I wonder if he still feels that way right now. You know, he might. I mean, because specifically, like, yeah, because I know, he. I think he meant a lot of, like, the, the I think he meant a lot of stuff with the labels and how mm-hmm. labels to this day are still like screwing over artists and they, they are the labels are the ones in control and they're the ones they're the reason for like you said the bs yeah. on apple where they're yeah. the ones putting the money in the right pockets they they're are the ones paying off like billboard like billboard like i recently realized like a lot of people more information came out about billboard about how yeah it isn't about like you actually the mo- like your actual your music and wh- who is reaching and what is doing it's really the labels paying for your spot on the billboard I, and i didn't know that i didn't i, 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 didn't I, didn't I never knew that either that's crazy. And it, it's starting to make sense. Remember when um I forgot what to, like early, it was like early 2010s when YouTube, I think this was around the time Google bought YouTube. I could be wrong, but YouTube did that sweep and all those people that paid for plays, they reset everything. I mean big top artists from big labels. Yeah. Numbers got reset. So that it kind of it kind of says a lot, man. But I feel like there's a, a balance is finally starting to come. I feel like if the labels stop controlling the home pages of these DSPs and they just let music be music, because you gotta understand, right? People, we're being force fed the music that we have to listen to, right? Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't want to listen to that music, but we don't. There's two things. One, if you're a kid and you're at a table, and you're hungry, your, your parents like eat this plate of vegetables. You ain't gonna keep going to your room. Eventually, you're gonna eat it, right? You're gonna eat it eventually because there's nothing else. So, with there being no no other music to listen to, we're forced to listen to the ratchet music. We're forced to listen to the dudes who could, who can't properly uh, enunciate words and pronounce and, and shit like that. We're forced to listen to the girls twenty four hours talk about their vaginas and stuff like that when we really don't want to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? So, my question is this, right? I I, I love. I got a couple of questions I want to ask you. I love conscious hip hop. Me, I love all type of hip hop. It could be drug dealer, drug dealer music. I, I'm I'm in my car. Look, we selling work today out the stereo. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking with it. If it's good, I'm rocking with it. Yeah. But I love my first uh, love of hip-hop is social conscious music. But but I want to ask you this question. I want your honest, 100% honest opinion, right? I love Nas. I love Cole. I love Kendrick, right? I think I think Kendrick has... And I'm a, but when I get into the hip-hop albums of the year, I'm, I'm going to mention that. 
Kendrick is, I think he's put out one of the best solo hip-hop albums of the year. I, and I don't care what other albums come out after that. I don't think too many albums can top that album this year. But can we fully praise a conscious rapper that is still calling women the V-word in his music, particularly black women? Can we, can we, fully, can we fully count him as woke if he's still calling women the V-word in his music? That's, um, nobody ever asked this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's an interesting question because I can't because then that makes me think, well, does doesn't the same what does the same apply to using the N-word? You know what? That's why that's a good question. I that think, is I a think very but ultimately good I think the answer for me is yeah, you can because of the uh -huh. ultimately because of the subject matter and the stuff that he gets into. Yeah. Um I think yeah, it's just the language is the language and it's just yeah. how people speak and how people communicate. But I think uh -huh. the message it's still there, so you, yes, you. you it's it's still definitely still there. It, the message is definitely still there. Me, I'm neutral, and I don't care. I still love the music regardless because I'm listening to it with, with the N word. But I've always, I've always wondered that, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll hear women, oh yeah, just be disrespecting us. Then they'll just be rapping along. You know, you know, it's, it's right. weird to me. But okay, for me, the the top four albums I'm really rocking with right now from January to to, and this is not chronological order. This is all of them at the same level. Kendrick, Mr. Morale is a dope project. Mm -hmm. I don't now. Did you? I can't remember if I asked you if you listened to it yet. Oh no, I, I, I did listen to it. I listened to it when it first came out, and yeah, yeah. I do. that one is up there for me. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I my only issue is he didn't put the heart five on part five on it. That was I was upset about that. You know what I'm saying? I love that song, but I right, it's all good. The Pusha T is almost dry. I think that's a classic. I think Pusha. I, I agree. I oh my only issue with the Pusha T album it was not an issue. My only thing with the Pusha album is I think the production for the one before that was better, but I still do love this album. You know what I'm saying? I, I this one is it's up there for me. Like it's really like I yeah. still go back to it. Like it, Facts. it's still yeah. Facts. Still, it top, Pusha top. makes good albums. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's consistent. He makes good albums. If we put like if we could get a surprise J Electronica and Jay Z album, can we get a surprise Pusha T and Jay Z album? <laughs> I can heard we, rumors can, about that. Like I don't can know we please come on? Can we please? That would be like the perfect throwback drug dealer I-95 album. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, I'm telling you something. All right, so my third one is the Logic album, Vinyl Days. Did you get a chance to listen to that? I did not because I do not fuck with Logic. Honestly, I think he just, yeah. it's all, for me, he just, it's like, oh, I can't even describe it. It's like he he doesn't, yeah. it's like he's doing, too, he's trying too hard. You think trying so? it's too like, hard to be likable. Trying to, it's like, yeah. just, just rap, like you can rap. Yeah. Just rap. Stop. Is it? To... Is it for you? Is it's it like, like I'm like, biracial? Yo, you know what I'm saying? You, know you what can't saying? keep this whole look. I don't need you to keep telling me. You know, I, I I do have a problem typically with people who tend to be people who are biracial who constantly have to remind you that they're biracial. Like, dude, okay. I don't care. Like, I don't yeah. care what. I don't care that your dad fucked your mom. I, I, really oh, just don't, <laughs> I do not care. That has nothing to do with me. That's your business. Oh, you shit. don't need a song on every album. Like yeah. there's a song on the album called I think what Black White Boy something like that. I, I'm just yeah yeah. I, I, just, so I didn't. Long story short, I I didn't listen. No. Yeah, but I'm it's it's a dope ass. The album is very long. I think it's on like almost two projects in one. But it's a dope. Out. To me, and he has to me, too many features a lot for me. It's like, yeah yeah he, I don't yeah. need a whole. Is it a yeah. compilation album or is it your album? Yeah, he did have a lot of features on. I love the fact he always got Wu Tang on his stuff. And I love the for this album. I love I love they they kind of did like a mixtape. Like he got a lot of Four Master Flex drops on it, which I thought was dope. And I love the fact. 
that he has some independent artists that because he you know he's done with Def Jam, so he's going indie and he's got the artists that he's putting on from uh I guess from Maryland or whatever. And I, I thought it was dope, but I, I definitely get it. I, I definitely everything that you're saying, I yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though I'm a logic fan, I'm a logic fan, <laughs> I I get it hundred percent. It's like, hey, my dad's black, you know what I'm saying? So I get it. Yeah, I get it, I get it. We logic, we love you, brother. I would love to have you on the show. I'm not at that level yet, but I fucks with you, fam. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so bong bong. An album that nobody, I think people are scared to talk about this artist. And I think people are scared to talk about this album. The motherfucking Benny the Butcher Tanner talk for it, son. I, 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 I like it. I like Benny the Butcher. I think he's dope. Yeah. Um, I just sometimes, to me, with the Griselda camp, they put out too much music for me. I remember you said that. Like, you said it's like, put, like it's times. like to the point where I'm like, I hear a new project coming on, like, oh, there was just another one. Like to me, it's 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 oversaturation to where it's like, yeah, I I, I kind of get numb to it to where it's yeah. like I kind of I go to it late. Like so, I haven't in, uh-huh. I haven't listened to his album, but I did hear it was good. But I always hear yeah. his albums and mixtapes always get good reviews, and it's like, oh, yeah. dude is a dope rapper. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's fucking dope. But yeah. I just it's sometimes it's a bit much for me. You know, you know what Conway put out an album too this year, but I can't. I, I listened to it, but I can't really remember it as enough to go in depth with it. But it, you, they do put out a lot. But for me, remember we talked about this on the last two cousins part two. Um, they supplied us during the pandemic, which I which I thought was great. But I definitely get it. And you a, a lot. You know, every everybody every Griselda fan has their favorite member. I'm actually on the floor with that. I like all three of them. It it really just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Um, yeah. that that's just me. Like. Some people they don't like, hey yeah, when Westside Gun come on, they don't like that. I'll be like, oh, because I, I know what to expect from it. You know what I'm saying? That's just I know what to expect. Um, the albums, uh, I okay, the Donda two, which half of us have not heard because we wasn't buying stem players, and I'm not at the point in life when I'm just illegally downloading shit no more. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't listen to it. I don't know about you. I I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't hear. The, I kind of I tweeted a couple of months back because I kind of like sometimes will poke. At Kanye and his fan base, yeah. But I, I, kind of like, I was like, "Hey, yeah. I was basically I posted a tweet like, hey, to, I didn't even heard anything about Donda too. Did y'all not buy the stem player? Like exactly. nobody said. Like I had nobody talking. Nobody. I'm shocked. That, he announced that move. Everybody was praising it, saying, "Yeah, take yeah. control." He made oh, break. Yeah, it's good. He no, none break. of those people talked about that. Album. I believe it. He. The thing is, so I was I was reading something or watching something, and he made a couple M's off it. Surprisingly. What he he made more off of that than he would have possibly made if he dropped it on a DSP, mm. which is wild. Yeah, I can believe I, that. But my thing, it looks like a toy, son. Like I'm not, I'm just not there in life. Like I'm just, <laughs> I only have two pockets. You understand? And if I'm wearing cargos, I got four pockets. <laughs> so I'm not walking around. I'm not. I don't even. Okay, if say if I bought a stem plate, where am I gonna put it in the whip? How am I gonna connect? The, I know it's got an aux on it, but where am, am I gonna put it in my cup holder? I know I'm weird for that, but these are the things I literally ask myself. And I was really turned off with the whole slavery was a choice stuff. I was turned off with a lot of stuff he did when he was on Trump's nuts. So I'm not there to, and like, the, I'm not paying $75 for a Kanye West player. I pay monthly subscriptions, though, therefore I can technically listen to your stuff for free. I ain't even going on YouTube and try to listen to it. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I, I didn't do it because Kanye, he's kind of, ah, you, know, you know, for me, I'm, I'm able to separate because here's the thing. He hasn't done anything to me that's like yeah. despicable to where like, oh my God, I gotta disown you, I gotta cancel you. Yeah. It's just he, you know what? He just kind of aggravates me with some of the stuff he does. Yeah, but I he can does. separate it. Like if he puts out some fire, yeah, I'll like it. I personally thought Donda was garbage. 
Like, I, like I didn't like three either. songs I, like I liked. Yeah, I, that album was very overrated. I don't think it, it was ever nominated. It was Grammys. I didn't like people calling it a gospel album. I'm like, that is not a gospel album. He does yeah. not make. I'm gonna make something very clear. I don't know. I know your fan base. <laughs> your fan base expands, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of you because talk I, that I'm, shit. I'm glad. I hope this continues to grow. I so appreciate I hope it. Many, many people out there hear me clearly. Say what you he feel, has man. Never. I repeat, he has never made a fucking gospel <laughs> album. And, so, and, and just so we're clear, Jesus Walks is not a gospel song. It's a oh, rap song yeah. where he talks about Jesus. And that's what he yeah. does. He makes hip-hop where yeah. he talks about Jesus. Yeah. He does not make it gospel. It Thank does you. not. Thank I'm you. tired of him winning awards for gospel music, but Thank he you. does not make gospel music. I appreciate it. I had a feeling he was going to kind of eventually go the gospel route on Life of Pablo when he had when he started out with Ultralight Beam with Chance the Rapper. Which was to the, to this day, I still think that's a dope album, and that was a dope song and a dope way to set it off. But yeah, I like I, I agree, he does not make gospel music. The man is <laughs> I make, he does not make gospel music. Uh, another opinion, like like I think Kanye West is one of the most talented artists of our generation. Oh, yeah. I am like I said, I'm not. You're you're able to separate the music from the other stuff, and I'm usually able to do that when it comes to artists. But this nigga. With the stuff he was talking about with, with slavery is a choice, <laughs> I was like, nah. Then what? You know, okay. We didn't. You, you, we didn't. People like me, we didn't all been through some BM drama. You're a very lucky guy that never experiences, by the way. So you're you're having a good run. Keep the run going. That nigga is never pulling up on Pete Davidson. I'm sorry, it's not happening. Yeah, that's it's not. I, I, it's I, not I, happening. I, you know, I, I like Pete Davidson. Like I'm a fan of his comedy and stuff. Like yeah, he's a like funny I, guy. But I just yeah, his behavior throughout the divorce thing was just. I thought it yeah. was disgusting. Yes, um, oh, it was. And I just felt like, yo, he's. it's one of those things where every now and then, somebody, everybody, all of us are going to at some point in our lives need an ass whooping. And I feel like if <laughs> one good ass whooping, I really, think, I really think it could change his life. I really do. You, you know what? I think you're right. And, and put it like this, right? I remember um watching a thing or listening to Beanie Siegel. And he said one time Kanye West <clears throat> was at a restaurant with his ex, and he called Beanie. He was in somewhere in New York, and he was at a diner. He felt like some dudes was about to line him up. He called Beans, and Beans kind of pulled up and got him out of the situation. Right. So, if you couldn't defend your girl yourself in front of your girl, but I'm, I, I look, I don't, I don't think a man could just go beat four or five dudes up. I'm sorry, I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. <laughs> but if you had to call your man's in that situation, the fuck make us think that you would have rallied against white America during the slavery era? You wouldn't have did it. You, you come, fam, you, you wouldn't have did it. I, look, like I said, I love Kanye West as an artist. <clears throat> my my issue with him is the shit he did with the whole slavery is a choice thing. When it comes to the Netflix documentary, I got halfway through the second episode and I turned it off. I never watched it again. I was like, I, I never watched it. it either. I don't need to see it because I like yeah. I was there for his rise. Like I kind of yes. was around. So yes. sometimes with artists or whoever, when they do those kind of documentaries, yeah. I'm like, I, I, I've seen and probably heard all of this. Yeah. Like, like, you know, just to, and just to clarify something too, I know exactly what he meant when he with the slavery was a choice. I think he's referring to um because this is a conversation that I don't think a lot of people like to have. Yeah. He's referring to the fact that at one point in time the slaves outnumbered the masters and it's basically I he's kind of basically get that. and he <clears> should have <throat> just worded it. I mean, this is the problem with him, like he's a 45-year-old man who just doesn't know how to articulate himself. Nah, he, he doesn't a, a better way to present that argument or discussion is to ask the question, hey. Why is it that there wasn't more of an uprising when we yes. outnumbered them? Yes, that's, he thank you. Simply as that, he could have said say, that. Oh, that feels yeah. like it was a choice. It's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like sometimes, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like nobody was there 
kind of like pop him upside the head. That's one of those moments where like an uncle yeah. would pop smack him upside the head. Yeah, smack so, him upside the head, like, right? <laughs> yeah. No, fact. He, 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 he kind of, look, brother Kanye, come back home because you're doing too much. He was looking kind of <laughs> weird with the all black and the boots when he was with Julia Fox. He was looking, it just looked very cool. Son, yo, son. Like, like you don't know. He could be yo, yo. He might be like he could be shooting a Batman movie. We don't know. I know, right? Are we gonna are we gonna see Silk? Can I get a kiss from a rose next? I don't know. Like, but yo, hold yo, we're gonna be right back at the Lake Friday podcast. Third segment of the show. This is episode 71, two cousins, part three, but cousin Damon will be right back. Bang bang. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy product. We are now back with the life of product podcast. Shouts out to Inc. FM. This is episode 71. Uh, two cousins part three. We <laughs> I appreciate the hip hop talks we be having. I'll be loving. It. I could go on for days with that, man. Yo, did you see uh is I really I really hate um talking and reporting on stuff like this, but did you see on 4th of July the the whole active shooter out there in Highland Park in, in, in Illinois? No, I didn't. I missed that. I think I yeah, I, I didn't yeah. really, yeah, I didn't really zero on. Oh, it was messed up. I, so the kid name was Robert Bobby Primo the third. The third, the whole third stuff just throws me off. So apparently, this kid had like a bunch of hatred stuff posted on his social media. Apparently, he was an independent rapper at one point that rapped about this type of shit. And the dude had his own like symbol, like like fam. Like if you look at the dude and you see his haircut and he has a knowing the fact that he had his own symbol, he kind of looks like Prince a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hate to throw that in there. I believe I believe the kid was Hispanic. I don't, I don't believe he was white or like Caucasian, but he looked like he has Hispanic in him. And if he is, and if I'm correct on that, it explains the fact that he's already been charged with seven counts of murder. Because if he was a, a straight Caucasian white dude, that would we we look, man, we already know he wouldn't have got caught. He wouldn't have got those charges. He would have got a trial. He would have probably got Burger King and taken home, or taken to jail at a respectable time and let right out for a trial. But this is this is what I'm talking about. It's, and I said this on one of the past shows. I really wasn't hoping this would be the narrative of the summer. We're already in the first week of July. You know what I'm saying? So when us being into the first week of July and we've already had an active shooter, it kind of makes people afraid to go out. Like, do you ever, like, anytime you're out right now, right, in 2022, do you ever feel unsafe or do you ever be like, yo, I should have stayed home, like, on edge? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, for me, I don't, because I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm usually, most of the time, I'm an introvert and I'm inside yeah. watching TV. Um, but you know, when I do go out, to be honest, I don't have a unsafe feeling because I tend to not, I tend yeah. to, I'm very selective where I go. I usually, I go to the movies, yeah. go to a restaurant, uh, the gym, maybe to like some kind of kickback yeah. or some kind yeah. of like a little event that's not yeah. too large. Um, yeah. the only time I get an uneasy, but I kind of, I tend to avoid it is my thing is, especially like post pandemic is riding the subway, like yeah. hours kind of thing. Yeah, where I mm-hmm. just kind of avoid the subways at a certain time. I don't blame I, you. You know, it's mostly because it's just the, the whole vibe I get. Like, it's like you know, go back to the the whole the old Houdini song. Freaks come out at night. <laughs> it's like that. You know, that's yo. when, fam. You know, at nighttime oh, in New York, that's it's different. The, like at nighttime on the subway, you get like the wild homeless people. Like during the day, yeah, no facts. Back, you get people they come on, they beg for change, or they sing yeah. a song. Or they do some kind of performance yeah. art. Yeah. At nighttime, you get there was a dude. I was that kid has got them city. I'm coming from um the movies one late night. It was a late night show or something. Yeah. Coming from the movies, I go to Times Square Station on the platform. It's yeah. like one of the last times I rode the train, like after like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So it's this dude, black dude, big, 
jacked up black dude like he spend like six, seven days a week Yo. in the gym. He's doing like the resistance <laughs> band on the platform yeah. uh-huh. with like a, with like a guard with like a trash bag. Wow! Like cut up into like a hoodie. Like this dude was creative. He had like Son. a trash bag hoodie on. Like he's Why? Like, trash like, bag like, hoodie. Yeah, like Kanye probably like. <laughs> Yo, out just now. Oh, he, so he had a trash bag hoodie on yeah. doing the resistance bands. Yeah, and the dude was jacked, and these two like Asian chicks was walking past, and they stand, they see this, and they kind of giggling to themselves. So one of them takes out her phone and starts recording them, mm-hmm. and like dude was like he wasn't saying nothing, but then on like he had these like big thick sunglasses on and like yeah. headphones, but all of the, like once she started recording them, yeah, he stopped, dropped the resistance bands, turned to them and walked over to these girls. I don't know what he said because I was like a few a little far down the platform, but I'm watching yeah. it. He said something to them and she put her phone down and he just walked right back over to his resistance bands. And I'm like, you see, yeah. this this is I can't do this. He like, probably you know put the fair garden short. He probably like, like son. I, I, I really I, I wish I was there just standing like 10 feet away so I could have turned my headphones out and listen because he, he probably put the fear of Jesus Christ in short. Yeah, man. This is like, you know, it's a big black guy, yeah, two little Asian. Yeah, like, son. Oh, man, son. He was probably like, if I go viral, you about to die tonight. <laughs> you know what yeah, because I mean, it's cra- like, if you know, oh, you know, you wouldn't think because, I mean, yeah, it was a weird place for, but, you know, the normal, like, big jacked up weird yeah. black guy, two young Asian girls. That sounded like the setup of like a porno to me. And really, so, yo, you're not gonna expect no some, like, you're not stop gonna giving, expect, stop like, dropping, uh, stop giving free smoke to Pornhub and, and Bang Bros, <laughs> right? Because the, if they hear this, they're gonna do it. I guarantee, I guarantee we're gonna see. Oh, it, it probably exists already. Like, they're gonna, yeah, yeah right. They owe you royalties. You know what I'm saying? But from growing up in New York and constantly visiting New York after I moved out, I've seen the crazy. I've seen people take a shit in public. Mm. I've seen people have sex in public. Um, I, I, yo, I knew, I knew a chick. That lived on the third floor of my building. And I went to the roof one time and I saw her grandmother getting her back blown out on the roof. <laughs> her grandmother, son, her grandmother's, not her mom's, her grandmother's, son. And we was like, yo, that's such a, I ain't gonna say who, but we was like, yo, that's such a such grandmother. And she looked at us and the dude looked at us and that nigga just kept going. He was like, fuck it. Like, y'all old enough, y'all know what sex is. And he was bong bong, <laughs> he was wearing it out. So I didn't, I didn't see it all in New York City, you know what I'm saying? It, but but I told people like New York, New York. Okay, you got you got New York, you got Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And, and Brooklyn, I put Brooklyn and the Bronx on the same scale. They are very different from every borough in, in New York. The far boroughs alone is different from Long Island. It's different from upstate. It's just it's a different level of lit. Like you just gotta be there. You gotta you gotta be there. <clears throat> Visiting New York, you are not gonna get the whole just. Of New York City, you have to actually physically beat it. But no, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like a movie, man. Like you see is. some of this stuff, and it's like you, like you look at stuff, and it's like, yo, yeah. what, like man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like remember, <laughs> I remember, I don't know, yeah, no, I know you gotta remember this. One time, you still live in New York. We went into the city one time. We at Times Square, and we chilling. And the dude was like, "This is back when Times Square had a little bit more freaks to it." And this was during broad daylight on like a Saturday, with uh-huh. like crowded Times Square. Big black dude, Rip Jack. Oh, I know what you're yeah, talking about. I know what you're like, talking about. Dudes, like, people walking by, like, when, like, women walking by with their, like, sons, and he's like, he would, like, kind of step out in front of them. It's time to work out, soldier. <laughs> like, yes, right? Yeah. So, this dude, so he's out Are there. Remember, he was out there for a minute. Oh, man. And then he's, like, this was by the, um, when they had the Toys R Us there. So yeah, y'all, y'all. So he's talking, yep. like, at some point, you and me was talking, but then yeah. we noticed 
he's talking like this other group of black dudes. Yeah. And he's standing there, and I remember we caught a bit of yep. what he said, yep. and the most insane shit came out of his mouth. I remember, that, I'll never forget, he said, we caught, like, we caught the, like, the back end of the um, sentence. He yep. was like, yeah, because Caesar came from the bloodline of intelligent age. Son, we, we looked at oh, each other, it was like, man. yo, what yo. the, like, and he had a like one like his left eyeball, his left eyeball got wide as shit because he was very serious, and he had the whole tank hat on. Remember the helmet that he had on when he yeah, was talking about it, yeah. son? Yo, and like, your, what your, are you talking about? There was a yeah. movie about yes. apes. Like yes, he came from the bloodline yes. of intelligence. Yes, what is, like, where, who, yo. how do you come up with this? Like, what's, and the other dude was sitting there, like, like word, word, like, word, like, he was very intrigued with the conversation. I don't know if the dude was intrigued or he was just scared because the nigga was like big as shit. Y'all don't know which one it was. I'm guessing it was a little bit of both, but he, the way he was talking, he was making it seem like he got this shit off the Discovery Channel and it was actual facts and not a movie. That's what you know I'm like, saying? They be talking like they really like, no, like, no, like, I know <laughs> shit. So I'm like, yo, you don't like really. Yo. That's what you. That's the knowledge. Yo, like, yo, son, yo, son, like, oh, for real. I wanted to be like, fuck Caesar, but I was like, nah, man, I got my knife <laughs> on me today because this nigga's big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, real talk, man. It was very, it was very, it was very interesting to see him transition from what he was doing with his whole Times Square act to that shit. But yeah. that's New York. That's New York City for you. Remember, remember, we was in, we was in um LES that night. And the drunk white girl was in a pizza shop. She was like, "This is the best pizza ever. Nobody cares." That shit yeah. was funny as hell. So you you gonna see that? Yo, yo I'm telling yo, we've seen some funny shit. Some <laughs> funny shit. Oh, I'm gonna do the um dude dressed up like the Statue of Liberty that had the yeah, like, yeah, yo oh shit hell yeah hell yeah oh man I'm gonna tell you a funny story right about the Statue of Liberty nigga. So one night me and Janelle was hanging out and uh, we was uh we me and Janelle used to make movie runs right so we used to go to them even though we was just best friends and shit we used to make like mean movie runs and shit like niggas used to think we was a couple we was like nah that's just that's just my people right so we went downtown to the what the movie theater downtown Brooklyn I think it was over by Tillery you know what I'm talking about the one on it, Court Street the one on Court Street my fault yeah. so I'm thinking about the courthouse on fucking Tillery so Bob we went to Court Street. Went to the movie theater, right? So Janelle, I was living in the East, and that was in the Stallion shit, right? So we was like, "Yo, fuck it, so let's get some pizza." To that one on, um, what, what, what? I forgot. I think it was on Fulton. Like when you go way down Fulton, I think it was on Fulton. So we go get, we go get pizza. So as, as we're, I parked around the corner. As we're walking to the pizza shop, we see a nigga on a skateboard in a fucking Statue of Liberty outfit. And the weird shit is, he looks at us as he's turning. And I'm like, you're not gonna look where you're skating. Like you might hit some shit. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking walk in there. Uh, you know what's from Brooklyn? We think everything is a setup. We get in there, and there was tables all along the wall. So the front table by the door and the front table by the back each had drunk dudes sitting there with they what passed out. She was like, Yo, son, you got a knife on you. I'm like, hell yeah. She was like, Yo, I stabbed one, you stabbed the other. They try to rob us because it looked like a fucking setup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Janelle is mad hood. We get our pizza, right? So we sitting there eating, we talking. 10 minutes later, the skateboard nigga hops in the door like like literally you know how skateboarders hop over shit mm -hmm. he hopped through the threshold of the door and then caught the skateboard in one hand and was like slice pepperoni like the nigga was talking like <laughs> prince when he was like blouses you know what i'm saying with yeah. that shit and i was like yo okay this is fucking weird and the whole time she's like this is skateboarding that's the skateboard i was like yo shit is fucking weird right the whole time in my mind i'm like i'm wondering if he's with the two drunk dudes and they're gonna try to rob us if we don't have to fucking tear it up and the dude behind the counter the italian dude is trying his hardest not to laugh he's trying hard like hard not to laugh 
But this is the type of shit you see in New York, particularly Brooklyn. Like you see it all. I tell you, it's a different type. It's a different level of lit, man. Different level of lit, man. But yeah, it's the boy product, like a product podcast. This is episode 71, Two Cousins Part 3 with the Cuzzo Damien. Me and the Cuzzo Damien be talking, but we've been talking and we're going to try to get him on the show once Cousins uh, uh, series. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all rocking with that, hit the comments. Uh, hit my DM at Life of Product. If you need sponsorships, if you need advertising, it's corporate.ent at gmail.com. That's corporate with a K. And that's Life of Product, P R O D U K at gmail.com. Yo, cousin, you got anything you want to say before you get off? Um, I'm just glad that Kyrie Irving is getting bounced out of my city. Um, <laughs> dude ain't got no heart. Oh uh, man, yo! Oh, I don't want to hear. Like I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm not yo. gonna have to worry about hearing bum ass Kyrie Irving oh, at the Barclays Center. Oh, oh man, well, I, actually, I like Kyrie, reduce. but he kind of let me down. You know what I'm saying? I, I like Kyrie, but I'm, I'm hearing he want to go to the Lakers now, which I never thought would have. You know, happened. my thing. You know, my feeling on that is this: if LeBron wanted him on the Lakers, that deal would have been done last week. LeBron don't want nothing to do with no Kyrie. That's, that's why you any other time when LeBron trying to get players, you know LeBron trying to get players. No facts. We no ain't facts, heard LeBron yo. say nothing. LeBron been posting nothing. Pictures. With his sons and his kids, <laughs> like, you know, LeBron don't give a fuck Yo. about Kyrie Irving. Yo, LeBron might bring his wife to the Lakers before he bring Kyrie Irving. To the Lakers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I heard. So I heard there was three teams he wanted to go to. I heard it was the Lakers, um, the Lakers, the Mavericks, and Philly. If he go to Philly, I'm I, I'm a I'm a big Kyrie Irving fan, but I will be very disappointed if he go to Philly the way shit ended with with James Harden when he left the Nets. I'm, I've, I don't I've, see. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see that happen. I'm gonna I'm keep it real. I'd rather see him go to the to the uh, Mavericks than 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 L.A. Lakers or I or seven six. So because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Because also because I don't think the net. Because that's the thing they were saying. All the experts were saying last week. The Nets don't have to really oblige him and set him up somewhere nice. Like the Nets really don't be like, nah, you're going wherever we take we send you. Facts. He doesn't have any leverage with the Nets. Facts. I'm a Kyrie Irving fan. I'm gonna support Kyrie wherever he go. I'm gonna be disappointed if he go to the Lakers. Because the way shit ended with him and LeBron, I thought they was gonna actually fight. I thought they was gonna fight. <laughs> I thought they was gonna throw hands. If he go, if he, I, I, I don't know, man. But I, yo, if he go to the maps, Mark Cuban is a genius when it comes to ownership. The dude, I don't know what it is, man, but the dude is a genius when it comes to ownership. Like, go, go, go over there and solidify yourself. Let, let that, let them build whatever brand, team brand they have around you, and get another chip, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That'd be oh, interesting to see him and Luca. Like, I don't that know would, how that would play out. That, that would, be, would be crazy. And he, he's never played for a West Coast team, right? He's only played for East Coast teams. Yeah. Because he was with the Nets, he was with the Celtics, I believe, and he was with Cleveland. No, what, who, who, yeah. he was with one more team, right? Am I am I missing the team? No, it was he came in with Cleveland, went to Boston, okay. and then the Nets. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, come on, brother. Oh man. Oh man. Fucking dog. If the, if he goes to the Lakers, I'm gonna be high. I'm gonna I'm gonna call my I'm gonna call you and put my pops on you know he's gonna see the most left field shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I wanted, I want to know the Haven's opinion on that. You know what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not. I, I got issues, right? <clears throat> Real talk. And my, me and my pops almost got into an argument over this. <laughs> I was taking him somewhere, picked him up, took him somewhere, and I was like, "Yo, remember that three P when when Cleveland played Golden State?" He was like, "Yeah." I said, "They ain't honestly won that second series." Hell, you mean what you what? What he was going off? I was like, damn! Like, well, he was about to hit me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I said, this is what I said to him. I said, yo, I got facts. I can send you YouTube links if you go back to Game Five and Six. Even Aisha Curry tweeted about it. They ain't win fair and square. The second half of 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 Game Five, they was making BS calls, and I believe even Curry got 
ejected from the game or fouled out, which never happens. Never happens. You know what I'm saying? Draymond Green, yeah, we can see that happening with him. But it don't happen with stuff. So I was like, yo, they didn't honestly win that. I feel like they only honestly won game seven in that first game they won, which was either two or three. But game five and six, the refs cheated for Cleveland. I love LeBron. I'm sorry it fucking happened. NBA, anybody that know NBA that's willing to admit that shit and not be on LeBron nuts is going to admit it. Like, I, I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not a LeBron stand. I'm neutral. I think he's a great player, and I love what he does off the court. But they fucking cheated for Cleveland. During I don't know. People, I've series. heard. That's not the first time I heard that. But my take is usually the refs be helping out for the Warriors a lot, too. They get it, bro. You know what I mean? I've seen series where the refs helped them out. And it's like the thing that always bothered me was, like, those games where it would happen, they didn't need the refs. Like, their team was nah. a monster team. Like, they, exactly. they did not need the referees. Help. So it's like fans would get mad because it's like, Yo, the officials is taking over the game, and it's like, yo, yep. they don't even need to do that. That's a fact. That boy Steph is blessed, dog. That boy is blessed. That that nigga can hit a three pointer from another state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, yo, I ain't gonna front that series with Boston was looking kind of shaky, son. You know, we 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 grew up NBA. Our fathers, you had to watch NBA. We was getting disowned. That's just what it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought at one point Golden State wasn't gonna win. I'm gonna keep it real. I, a, I did too at one point. Yeah, you know I think them. I, I didn't change my pick. Even though I like, I wanted to change my pick, but I didn't change it on principle because I was yeah. one of the people who, in the beginning of the last season, I was like, I just picked Golden State to win. I never do. I never make a pick that early. So yeah. I was like, yo, you know what? Out of principle, yeah. I'm gonna stick with my own my original pick and yeah. see how that goes. And it worked out. Yeah, I got issues with Boston, man. Like I don't know. Like when I was interviewing Danny from Netflix, right? And I told Danny, I don't know what's in the leprechaun suit up there in Massachusetts, dog. I don't know what the fuck is in it, but. Every Massachusetts, like everybody's it's Boston, New England, they always got a team, some from football to baseball to basketball. <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? And they be kicking our asses when they come to everything. So it's like, look, man, to see Boston lose, I was happy. I was happy. And to a team I actually like. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Nets and Knicks fan on all day. Unfortunately, it, it burns my soul to admit I'm a Knicks fan because our shit is just not hitting no more it's trash. But um, yo, to, to see Golden State whoop them out. And, I'm, and you know how Golden State beat them? Even though Boston is a younger team, they beat them with experience, man. They beat them yeah, with experience. Yeah. That, 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 that playoff, yeah. hell yeah, that playoff experience is real. I don't, you know, real talk, I don't think Klay Thompson was 100% when he played in this series. I, what you yeah, think? I don't think he was. I don't, you know what it is? It's not that he's not 100%. I think he's just never going to be that old Clay, which is fine as long as yeah. he's still good, which he is. Absolutely. But he's never going to be the old Clay that everybody thinks or wanted yeah. him to be. But yeah. I like my thing watching the Golden State, watching Golden State, I was disappointed because for me, I feel like Steph and Wiggins are the only two that was like busting their asses. Like Clay was doing what he could. Wiggins Draymond came through, son. <laughs> Jordan Poole, who Jordan Poole in the series before, when they yeah. beat, when they were in the Western Conference Finals, Jordan yeah. Poole was busting ass. He disappeared yeah. in the finals. He did. So he it did. was really Steph and Wiggins that kind of yeah. carried them through. Yo, Wiggins, Wiggins held it down, fam. Wiggins held it down. Yo, what what about uh Peyton? What you think about Peyton? I think he's good. He was another one where in the he, early he series in the playoffs, like yeah. he was more visible, but kind of like you know, yeah. and maybe it could have been just like the lack of experience. Like some of the players yeah. on Golden State, like they weren't as experienced, so they kind of yeah. could tell. But uh-huh. I, I think he's good though. I, I like I like him. I'm hearing I'm hearing that Peyton left and got up what hundred million with um. Oh, uh, I forgot what team he went to, but he got a hundred M's. Oh, well, I thought he resigned. I, I I got a double check. I got a double check. But my brother told me this, so if he's wrong, I'm gonna call him and talk shit. But he told me <laughs> Peyton left and got a hundred M's. 
He better oh, be wow. right because if I'm reporting this on my show and, and it's wrong, yo, <laughs> brother, you know what I'm saying? But if that is true, I'm not. First, I was like, damn, why he left? He, he got a he just got a ring, but to leave and get a hundred M's and you already got a ring on there, but I would have loved to. I would have loved to. I would have signed with the fucking Knicks for 100 M's. You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, Life of Product Podcast, I'm gonna have you back on here. We're gonna, we gonna do a, a two cousins part for for uh August, somewhere around the middle, and we're gonna come back. We're gonna rock out with y'all, man. We, yeah, we're gonna uh lit. it's gonna be lit. We're gonna do some more NBA talk because you know we're, there's gonna be a bunch of trades in between them. Um, we're gonna do a little bit more Kanye West bashing. I love Kanye West music, but <laughs> still piss me off with the shit he did with the slavery is a choice. I was saying, keep it Brooklyn, baby. Bong bong, we out.